Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. Here's a bunch of mega fans of Brandon Sanderson bringing you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions on Brandon's work. Uh, today, I'm joined with Ben. Hey, guys. I'm Overlord Jeebus on the forums. Hey, and yeah. I'm Chaos. And... Yeah, it's just the two of us today, isn't it's it? It's just the two of us. Uh, because Ian was going to come on until, uh, a storm knocked out his power. So, that's what happened. Uh, so, today, we have you on the show, Ben. Yes. Because you went to Emerald City Comic Con. I did. I had a great time. There was... Yes. Lots of Brandon there. (laughs) Yes, you you did get to encounter much Brandon and lots of things. You... Uh, played the VR experience. Yeah. Uh, and got a lot of info too. So yeah. that's what we wanted to talk about today. And yeah. uh, let's start with the VR experience. Okay. So t- tell me about that. Okay. Quickly, before I get too into it, I just want to thank Kara uh, for, you know, getting me in on the all the few days for the... Uh, for the con. Kara uh, is great. Kara yeah, is great. Kara is Brandon's assistant and um, the one in charge yes. of the store. And she's also fantastic. Isaac's yeah. wife. Also Isaac's wife. Yes. Yes. And uh, yeah, she, she got me in so that I could record the three days for the wops that we we're going to get into. But anyway, back to the VR experience. So yes. uh, when I got there, uh, Ewan was there who you interviewed. Uh, oh, he was actually there. Cool. Yeah, he was actually there. Yeah, I was trying oh, to nice. with him. Sweet, sweet, <laughs> sweet. Yeah. And, um, yeah, as soon as he, he, he saw my 17th Shard badge and he was like, oh, 17th Shard. I was like, yeah, you knew Eric. Yeah, and he goes, ah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> anyway. that's cool. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know who all would have been there from Arcturus, so. Yeah. Uh, there was only the two of them. There was Ewan and I cannot remember the name of the second guy, unfortunately. I think he liked a post I made on Twitter about the experience. Mm. Anyway, mm. so uh, I gave it a go before, you know gonna preface this by saying i didn't pay for it so that may have colored my experience because i know a few people have already complained that it's not worth the money they paid for it because it's about Uh, we can we can we can talk about the price i mean i don't know how much vr experiences cost so no Uh, i I mean i don't think you normally get vr i think they normally come as games and normally they're a bit longer than 20 minutes no there's a there's a lot of pretty short vr experiences from what i know like uh there's there's a lot of this sort of stuff yeah, uh, and I I think it's just more expensive because there's not a big market share for VR. Yeah, really. So you you can't like sell it for a dollar or anything. Yeah, right? you've got you've got to mark it up a little bit for the. You know, yeah, right. Yeah. Um. So you start off and you're chained to a bridge, and it is one of the bridges as described as drawn um by I think Isaac uh, posted on Reddit once. Probably a nice Ben. Pit diagram. Ben or Ben, ben McSweeney. Maybe. Yeah, probably. Um, Not you, Ben, but Ben McSweeney. Nah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so you start off chained with that, with a big high storm coming towards you, which is fantastic. Like, uh, it's is, is it pretty crazy in VR? It's, <laughs> yeah. I really liked that. It was uh, like, you've got like, man- you've got like chains on your wrists and you're looking up uh-huh. and there's just this huge storm wall above you and like to all sides of you. And then like, you look behind you and it's the shattered planes. Like, it is the shattered planes behind you. It's... it's flat it's rocky it's craggy is you know it's it's very cool um and so yeah you get you get oh uh spoilers for the vr experience if you don't want to get it what for you, you are you can, uh... what crazy 
talking about the VR yourself? experience. Yeah, you well, <laughs> I mean, if you listen to our interview, Ewan basically told us all what was in it. So yeah, you already no know, surprises. but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, no, there was one or two surprises. There did was. You, did you meet the chal? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll get onto that in a second. Okay. Cause... All right. Great. 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 Cool. <laughs> great. Sorry. I, you um, know. So you, you get knocked down and then you, you fall into the chasm. And then when you get into the chasm, it is, you know, you look up and I got immediately a sense of vertigo because you're never supposed to look directly up when you're playing vr experiences oh yeah um, but okay. like you look up and it is it's it's you're in a chasm it's all dripping wet it's all like you know it's 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 great like it feels like you're at the bottom of a chasm there's uh, oh. like oh, what's it called what's pl- glowy plants called they're like does that glow to them i don't know i don't know let's just okay. get that part okay <laughs> let's just get that part so there's, there's all like, there's no all but like, i don't remember what they're called <laughs> there's loads of plants called. around you with that glow to them there's uh, you walk along. Uh, there's a couple of kremlings crawling about, which I was like, I was very happy to see. So they're just like, they're just like little cockroaches and like little mantises and stuff like that. It was cute little things. Um, nice. And then yeah, you get to meet Sil, and Sil's great. Like yeah, yeah, I was really happy with Sil. Um, she she comes flying down. She tells you it, it's obviously not the kind of the way that it happens in the book, but she introduces herself as if you've never met her. Yeah, I know she's brand right. new, and like this is all suddenly happening to you right um she was great uh she tells you how lashing works so you've got to lash yourself through some rocks in order to get to the rest of the chasm did did she look good because i don't know on the trailer she i I don't know seeing these things visually i'm like i don't know i don't know what picture i had in my brain but it wasn't quite this and so was kind of that for me i had no issues with her like she looks she looks exactly like she you know she just looked like a I don't know, like a girl. Like this is kind of what she was I mean, supposed to be. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um and yeah, you lash yourself, you lash some rocks, and the lashing, although a lot of people complained that it kind of just looks like telekinesis. Right. Um but I can honestly say if I had to walk up to every single rock I had to lash and like touch it with my hand, that would have been a pain in the ass. I could completely understand why they allowed you to do it from range. And so, yeah, picking up rocks, the immediately the first thing I did is I lashed it upwards because I wanted to see what happens. And like, uh-huh, what it, happened? And it just it just flew straight up and out of the okay. chasm. And I was like, All right. yeah, see, I, I'm I'm kind of into that. That it <laughs> yeah. just immediately just uh, goes up like that. Yeah, it wasn't. It, it doesn't. It doesn't act like a throw. I know a lot of people just say, "Oh, you're not lashing things; you're just throwing them." I'm like, "No, you are lashing them to the direction you've lashed them in." Um, when they hit something, they do immediately. Can- it does immediately cancel the lashing. But it was cool to just. Pick a rock up, lash it upwards, and it just just watch it disappear off into the sky. All right, all right, yeah. all right, all right. That that's good. That's yeah. good. Um, so you 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 come out of the chasm and you walk into like a little area where there's like three different chasms you can go and explore. So I explore down the th- uh, um, all the different routes. Uh-huh. Um, there's Sil's got the different lines she can play. The chull is down one of the routes, and mm-hmm. I will say so. You uh, and during the interview made it sound like it was some secret Easter egg that is like, oh, only some people find it. But like, uh-huh. you you walk out of the the chasm you start in, and it's like right in front of you. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, so it's, it's right could, in the golden path, basically. It's right. It's, it's it's like slightly to your right. You'd really have to not be paying. Well, it does start off in its shell, so it does just look like a boulder to begin with. Okay. Um, so I guess does the chull look pretty chully? It looks exactly like I would expect from a child. Like the, it wasn't in the trailer, so I don't know. Yeah, they, um, 
yeah, it just looks exactly like how you'd expect a shawl because we've had artwork of shawls, so we know what they look yeah. like. And it was it was definitely a shawl. It didn't move much. It just kind of moves back and forth, and uh-huh. it's, but it's fine. It just walks around. He's having a great time. Uh-huh. You know? um, we just come up with a name for him, don't we? I wanted to. I thought it was Chelly McChallface. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I remember from the interview, I believe uh, it's canonized to be Chelly McChallface. Okay, okay. According to Carrie. <laughs> I'll have you know. Oh, man. But to me, he felt like a Derek, he did. You know, he really did. <laughs> that is not a Roshara name, nor necessarily an Ashenite name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I don't know if Ashenite is the correct. Uh, I like Ashenite. I like Ashenite. Yeah, well, I think that's good too, yeah, but yeah. I, I don't think it's the right demo- demonym. There we go. Demonym? The okay. Yeah. I did not know that word. Um, oh, yeah. No, no, no. Dem- demonym. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you, you, you're free to explore these chasms. Um, I was going, I didn't really know, you don't really know where to go until you go around down the right one. Um, so right. I'm going down to the end of one of the chasms and it's getting really dark. And then uh-huh. all of a sudden, there's like a massive rustling move uh, noise and like movement above you and the the... Freaking, uh, what are they called? Chasm Fiend is like right above you and scuttles away. And oh, I crap. jumped out of my skin. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, I was not expecting it at all. Like, I know, was, that's, that's cool. Yeah, so it's uh, like, oh, guess I'm not going that way. <laughs> yeah, pretty not much. I'm like, cool. <laughs> I think I actually said that out loud. I was like, well, not going that way. And turn the hell around. Because, yeah. <laughs> they like know exactly what you, ju- what you just did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. The hell out of me. I'm not gonna lie. That was probably <laughs> one of my favorite parts. Um, and yeah, and so you then go down the the correct uh, chasm because Seal tells you to move small rocks. Um, can't then, can't you like immediately ju- uh, wall walk, or could um, you not do that at this stage? No, you've you've got to do a little combat tutorial first. Oh, um, okay. yeah, where Sil turns into life-sized Parshendi oh. illusions. Oh, okay. And you, yeah, oh, and you've got what? a... Yeah, it was a bit like, mm, this is very video gamey right now. All right. <laughs> um, and so then you've got to punch those. And this, my main complaint was with the punching. You've just kind of just got to flail your arms because they... I, I like like you, you can see your hands in front of you, so you can see when your hands connect and like right because you have the motion control. Yeah, you got things, the motion right? controllers. Yeah, so you, yeah, you've got the the two. It's the Oculus Rift with the two motion controllers, and yeah. so you you hold down the 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 finger buttons, which are kind of to make fists, and then you you got to punch the Parshendi. But then every time, like I'd say maybe a, only about a third of my punches actually registered as as punches. And Look, it wasn't too far away from the Parshendi, man. No, 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 like my hands were going through the Parshendi, and I'm just like, uh, this is fine. It's fine. Like, it's the only complaint I've got was that they could have improved the combat a bit. Um, so yeah, you punch some things, and then Sills all like, hey, do you want to get out of here? Do you know you can you can lash yourself to things as well as rocks? Uh, Siladin shivers. <laughs> yeah, I would like to get out of here with you. Hey. It's a and, different kind of VR experience, though. Anyway. Hey. Hey. And, um, yeah, so she points you towards where there's some uh, life spread. What does she call them? She calls them, like, uh, sandling spread. And. What? What, what does she call them? She called, What's the, the, the big monster? Um, Santhid. She calls them Santhid spread. Um,. And what? which was which was odd. Have you not have you not even Wait. seen this? Yeah, she calls the life spren Santhid spren. Wait, that's I, I <laughs> yeah. feel okay. All right, I feel like 
Yeah. That's one of the things that we put on the wiki, Santhid's friend. Oh, but maybe. That's not the canonical thing. Yeah. If they've pulled that from the copper mine, being like, let's get some cool sounding spren names. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. not. That's. Yeah. That, like, that's, that's like just... a, us naming the Chasm Fiends friend. We don't know what they're called. Yeah. Well, I, I, I just kind of assume anytime you see a flying, try a little dot. Darting spren, I just assume it's a life spren. Like, oh wait, no, life spren are little green dots, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Oh, you oh, I guess we don't know what they are. What's that? Wind spren? No, what are the what are the you know the big the big flying things in uh, Shadesmar? What are those called? Oh, luck spren, luck spren. Yeah, um, yeah. So luck spren. So yeah, they're luck spren flying around, and she okay. calls them Santhispren, which is. I guess they kind of just wanted to throw in another storm mighty name to make fans go, ooh, they said a storm white word. Yeah, but we're not in the word. ocean, but Santhid. Yeah, okay, but right, Santhid, you know, still who okay. doesn't know anything about the world, totally knows what a Santhid is. Um, <laughs> she does get to know a lot of random things that you wouldn't expect. So. True, yeah. That is very true. She does remember these things off and on. And yes. um, so essentially you've got a wall walk on um, this little trail of Luxpren going up the side of the chasm. Um... So you you just you just kind of lash like you would lash a rock. You lash uh, the wall, um, at which point you kind of hover for a bit and then you you fall towards it, which can be disorientating and it happens very slowly. You don't just like immediately fall. It doesn't immediately become down because then you'd end up with your VR players throwing up. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. And so you kind yeah, of this is not realistic. <laughs> Sorry, I I, I don't want to like criticize people who are like oh, this doesn't look realistic to the book, but yeah. when we get the full video game of something, it is not yeah. going to be exactly it's the not. same. Emotional allomancy will look different in a Mistborn yep. video game. Pushing and pulling will work a little differently to make sense in a game because yeah. we don't want to be too slavish to the books because we mm. want a good game and one yes. that doesn't suck. Yeah, like as, as but, they can represent it as best they can, but we right. understand when there's... Yeah, and you don't made. want your VR uh, people to throw up. Yeah, and so but, you kind of, when you lash yourself to the wall, you kind of float upwards, the world kind of tips on its side, and then you kind of land on the wall. Okay, um, right. Which is cool. And then uh, you can then climb, you then walk up the wall, and whilst I'm halfway up, I kind of took a moment to kind of look look around with the, the opposite chasm as the roof. And yeah, was it pretty cool? The floor. It was pretty cool. I, I quite like that. And you've got, they've got like the little plants around you, and... Uh, bioluminescent that's the word i was looking for <laughs> yeah, yeah you've got like all bioluminescent plants all around you yeah. and, a pa- and uh later he told me you can actually uh lash those and they will react and oh, they close cool. up which is pretty cool um i was i kept going near plants waiting for them to close up and go away but none of them ever did so i was like uh but i think fine. he said that there some are supposed to but i don't know yeah i i tried to find because I, I listened to the interview that you did and so i was looking for plants yeah. that closed up but couldn't find any um, so yeah, you climb to the top of the uh, this plateau, and there's some Pushendi already uh, up there chatting away. They're trying to crack open a gem heart, uh, a chasm fiend chrysalis, to get to the gem heart. Yeah, and yeah, so you've got a. They're not aware of you to begin with. So my first reaction was to was to lash the uh, <laughs> the uh, Pushendi, and you can lash can you do them. That? And you oh, can okay. Just, yeah, and you can just send them flying off into the sky. Oh, all right. <laughs> And I was that like, sounds oh. like a very efficient way of dealing with it. Will they yeah. come back? 
Like, um, no, that kills them. If you throw them into each other, it kills the one that you threw, and then uh, the one that you threw it at gets knocked over, and then they'll get back up. But the one, dude, you threw who needs doesn't. punching mechanics? I don't I need know, punching right? mechanics at all. That this is this is what happened in the end because um, you've got to wait for your stormlight to regenerate because you just get oh, a right, yeah, constant yeah, right. supply of it. Um, but yeah, I, I did try to begin with try punching them, uh, and then you can block as well if you bring your fists up. Like that was okay. just I've played VR games before, so I just did that naturally, and yeah, it worked. <laughs> um, right, and yeah, you can move you move around using the the disc throwing mechanism where you just point your use the pointers to point a kind of line sure. in the ground, and then you teleport to wherever the line is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so. so after failing to punch quite a few of them and getting myself nearly killed, because I think you can only take two or three hits from them before it kills you. Um, And then, yeah, so I just started teleporting around and lashing them to each other and, you know, you can (laughs) pick up their axes and their maces and lash those and hit them with each other, uh, hit them with those as well. Apparently you can hold the spear and fight with the spear. If you can hold the spear, I did not work out how to do it. I feel like when he said you can fight with it, he means you can you can pick it up using the lashing and then throw oh, okay. it at someone. Well, That's what I think he means by that. All right, um, all right. but but who knows? Who knows? Uh, there's at one point an archer joins in, and so you have to dodge their arrows as well as um, dodging the ones that are on the plateau with you because uh, you're on a okay. very small plateau surrounded by other plateaus. Okay. Um, and then yeah, you do that for a few minutes. You kill probably like ten, fifteen of them before the chasm fiend comes and like. Okay smashes down and they all all the partially they start attacking it and it has a little health bar and then you've got to pick up rocks and throw them at its face um but it's smashing its claws like right down in front of it so you've got to kind of time it a bit right you've got to pick up you've got to position yourself pick up the rock throw it and then get out of there real quick okay Um, so there are some boss mechanics yeah it's it's like an actual boss fight it was it was actually it was really fun um all right it took me a second to realize you've got to hit it in its face because i kept throwing them at it and hitting nothing its claws happened. and not doing it, yeah, and so uh, nothing happened. What, what, was was it was it pretty big? Was it pretty scary? It was pretty big, it? scary. Like <laughs> it was, I I liked it. It was. Uh, it's been a while after I killed it because you eventually kill it and then you know. Um, but then it's been a while, done, like, right? What's that? Then it's done. Oh no, no, no! You've got a few. You've got like a minute or two after that. Once you've, um, oh, I'll tell you about the. I'll finish off the boss. Okay, fight all right, quickly. all right. I'll finish great. off the boss fight Um, so you do that and then. The gem heart that they were trying to crack open the chrysalis, once you get it down to no health, um, comes in and uh, starts glowing. And Seals are like, okay. oh, there's lo- that's just supercharged with stormlight on that gem heart. You should go over there and and use that power. And I'm like, okay. okay. So you go in and then you do actually touch the gem. This is the first thing, the only time they actually make you touch something other than the punching, which was rubbish. Um, and so <laughs> <laughs> you've got to actually touch the gem and then your hands get really glowy and they get like super intensely glowing, uh, which is cool. And you then got to pick up like a massive boulder from like the plateau nearby and you throw oh, that okay. at the uh, right. chasm fiend. And that's how you finish it off. And then it like has its death throes. And then uh, once that's dead, the Parshendia are all like, uh, we'll, we'll let you have this one human and they they bugger off um yeah <laughs> and I, say. I think something like that and yeah and then uh sills are like whoa kaladin yeah you did it woohoo 
And then like glory spins start popping up around you. And oh, that, sweet. Yeah, that was really cool. As soon as I noticed that, I was oh. like, oh man, glory spread. All right. <laughs> okay, that, like, that's pretty cool to, to yeah. like have spread pop up around you. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like you actually feel, you know, you feel elated at being the boss and then someone's the glory spread. And it was, that was, yeah, that was another highlight of of it was having the claws glory spin prop about you uh when you beat the chasm fiend i know already when, when when he killed it it's like lying dead on the side of the uh chasm so i did double check inside of its mouth to see if it had all of its jaws and there was a lot of teeth in there so i think they did a pretty good job mm-hmm. yeah and yeah now that, that was that's it and then that's the end of it cool uh have you ever done vr before uh, yes, I've uh, oh, played okay. a bit of uh, I've played a bit of the PSVR. I've done Resident Evil Seven and stuff like that. So oh, okay, okay. It, it, so yeah, yeah. I, I haven't played VR before. So okay. uh, knowing that you've you've done VR before and you enjoyed it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, I think I, I don't really know because I haven't really looked. Uh, but yeah. I think there's a lot of different VR experiences that it's like you're exploring X thing, right? Yeah, that, that's like a pretty common VR thing. I uh, yeah, so, I'd say so. Like developers was... can like get used to the tech and stuff. Yeah, and make a full game. Because it's that. That's the thing is, it's what uh, I think it's ten pound on the Steam Store, twelve yeah, or something like that. Yeah, it's. I think it's ten ninety nine. Uh, oh, okay, USD. So that does feel a little high. Um, mm-hmm. Like it was definitely a good experience. I definitely would recommend it to any Stormlight Archive fans. But who have a VR headset. Who have a VR headset. But <laughs> Important. That, yeah, but that price point might be a little high, and I completely understand if people don't like, like, are unhappy with the what they get for that money. If they go I mean, expecting... We're, we're pretty used to, like, $28 being Oathbringer, and being, <laughs> uh, like, the the value per hour is pretty high. Yeah. <laughs> like, seven, like, $17 ebook Oathbringer. Yeah, <laughs> you you get a lot more entertainment out of that than a movie, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I can completely understand why that's a sour point for people. And if people go in not expecting the concessions that they had to make in order to make the gameplay a bit more fluid, then they'll be disappointed by that. And so it's like I get all those complaints, but I still came away feeling very positive about it. I, I do think it's important to realize it is a short experience, yeah. not a full game. And yeah. you're you're just trying to experience Roshar. Yeah, and I and I think they captured it very very well. Like cool. looking looking out over the shattered plains, they looked exactly how I expected them to look, and I, uh, I was very happy. Okay, that. yeah, that's probably worth it. If a chasm yeah. fiend was cool, the high storm was cool, and yeah. the shattered plains looked cool. That's yeah. great. The, I thought the Parshendi looked a little weird from the trailer. Uh, oh yeah, I don't like that design. Um, they just kind of look like like tribal. Like, just tribal like they, orcs. They didn't look super parshendi I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, we I've seen so many different artistic interpretations of what the Parshendi look like. I'm kind of yeah. quite accepting of the them not looking how I imagine them in my mind. Like some of my favorite pieces of artwork of Parshendi don't look anything like how I imagine them in my mind. But sure. I still appreciate the effort put in. Sure, sure. Yeah. All right. So we have lots of words of Brandon from Emerald City Comic Con. Yes. Uh, and before we do that, though, yeah. just before we recorded, Brandon decided to really confuse everyone yeah. really quick. Uh, 
So there's a there's a thread on Reddit on the the Cosmid subreddit. Yes. And people talking about conflicting word of Brandon's about Padgy, about whether Padgy right. is a shard or has one of this. Yeah. Right. And as you as you were there at London, yes. Ben, you learned or Brandon just offered the information <laughs> just offered, that Padgy is a really shard asterisk. Yeah. yeah. And you know, so as you do. It, so we've had clarification that, you know, he he then mentioned that Padgy was mentioned or that shard was mentioned in Oathbringer. And then you then yourself got the word of Brandon that it was the second letter was from Autonomy, who yes. was our main candidate for which shard Padgy was associated with. Right. Being uh, an avatar of that shard. Yeah. Right. And then that Which letter is, mentions waters and, you know, trials and stuff like that. And so, we felt pretty good about it being an avatar yeah. of autonomy because it's like, oh, shard with an asterisk. All right, cool. That makes yeah, sense. That makes sense to us. Like, uh, uh, the prevailing theory was autonomy visited uh, First of the Sun at some point, left an avatar there who then became Padgy and, you know, went away right. without without really autonomy itself but the, yeah. the avatar still being still there. Ahead, that's what yeah. we had assumed being the island itself yeah do, do uh, you want to read do you want to read this or me i'll read i'll read this because all right all right all right so the the setup basically people are confused uh, is, is it a shard is it this other thing and uh yeah Brandon uh, ba- basically the the issue is uh, there were previous words of Brandon that there were no shards on first. Yes, so yeah, that, yeah, that he, was which is an issue, right? Yeah, uh, there were no, yeah he considers a, a minor shard world, and he said he has previously said minor shard worlds are defined by not having a shard and the interaction between the environment and the magic and the story. Right, which which so we'll get into. Yeah, that so Windrunning Mistborn, not to be confused with Windrunner, who's been <laughs> on the podcast, uh, asks. Brandon, to weigh in, do you stand by each of your wobs? And then Brandon replies, I stand by them. Though as always, quotes and wobs at signings aren't always as deliberately thought out as I'd like them to be. Answering uh-huh. questions on the fly can be challenging, my phrasing can be read in retrospect. But no shard was in residence of first on First of the Sun during the events of that story. The investiture on that planet is resi- uh, residue. Assuming means residual. Uh, residual normal investiture from Adelnasium. Everything Adelnasium! Happen- oh my god. <laughs> That's not how the- they go. Alright, continue. Everything happening there could happen with or without a shard present. Indeed, I would say that no shard was ever and then in quotes, in residence on First of the Sun. That being called Padgy still exists and is a shard of Adelnasium. Shards in the past have been interested in First of the Sun and have meddled in small ways there. They're in brackets like they have on a lot of shard worlds. Note that I might have been a little bit misleading in the first quote by bringing up Threnody, which is a real corner case in the Cosmere because of uncommon events there. Makes sense. Yeah. That said, I'm sure that every story I write about a planet will bring up the quirks and unusual interactions of the magic there, because that's kind of what I do. First of the Sun has its own oddities, as mentioned in Arcanum Unbounded. Every planet is likely to end up as its own corner case in some way, just like every person is distinctive in their own way and never fully fits expectations. I still consider one of the major major dividing lines between major and minor shard worlds 
other than a shard residence, to be in the strength of access to the magic and control over it. I intend the minor shard worlds to involve interactions with the magic as a setting. Coming back to Spren, you could have a minor shard world with people who use Befriend, even Bond Spren, uh, or the local equivalent, Sion, AVR, etc. But you'd never see power on the level of the city of Elantris, the actions of a Bondsmith, or even the broader power suite of a Mistborn. But as ever, the Cosmere is work in progress. The needs of telling a great story trump things I've said about what I'm planning to do. Uh, sorry said about what I'm planning, I do try as much as I can to avoid having two texts contradict each other, and when they do, that's often a lapse on my part. Okay, <laughs> so, first of all, this is... It has been a, quite a while since we've actually had Brandon talk about minor and major shard worlds. Yes. It's actually been a long time, and I've advocated we not use those terms, but I guess we can still use terms, because Brandon's yeah. now just basically defining it. Yeah. But, let's just... Read this. No shard was in residence on First of the Sun during the events of that story. The investiture on that planet is residue, normal investiture from Adenalcium. <laughs> Everything happening there could happen with or without a shard present. No shard was ever in residence there. The being called Pajdi still exists and is a shard of Adenalcium. And... I just love it. He came in saying, hey guys, I'm just going to clear up this confusion by confusing things so much more. Like <laughs> I, would, I would just like to point out, we messaged this to a few people. Yeah. And on Discord. People who I would consider to be very astute with yes. the Cosmere. And we're basically like, what? <laughs> Everyone, all the replies were just utter confusion. Um, so, you, me, and Oversleep... <laughs> We all yeah. reply to this comment, and of course, you get you uh, get the reply. Yes, I'll read my I'll read my comment and then Brandon's reply. So I re okay. I replied, Brandon, Brandon, you've confused <laughs> things so much more now. We thought we had a pretty good grasp on this whole Patchy situation. Autonomy visited the planet at some point, got themselves all invested, and created an avatar, which is called Patchy by the locals. Now you're saying no shard has ever visited there, and that the pool would have existed if no shard had ever interfered, and that Patchy still exists and is a shard. Does that mean Autonomy edited First of the Sun from afar without actually going there, and that the pool would have already existed without any intervention? Does this mean it was associated with Autonomy from the beginning? I'm really confused now, because... All right. And, and Brandon says... I don't believe I said no shard had visited. I said <laughs> no shard was there during the events of the story. Investiture on First of the Sun predates any shards fiddling with it. Shards have fiddled with it by the time of the story. I think fandom might be going down too far a rabbit hole on this one. <laughs> I disagree, Brandon. This is your fault disagree. we're going down this rant. This is your fault. <laughs> You've made things confusing. We were all happy. Yeah. This. But all right, all right, all right, all right. So, no shard was there on the time of the story. Which is fine. I. Okay. Yeah. I will, oh, I've edited my thing. I've been thinking about this because this happened about like 10, 15 minutes before we started the video. We've had a right. little bit of time to stew this over. A little bit. A little bit. And I'm editing my theory a little bit to say that what I said still happened. Except uh -huh. autonomy didn't stay on first of the sun long enough to become invested. 
because it already was. As Brandon said, invested John first. The sun pretty it's any well, chance. Well, 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 hold, hold, hold up, hold up. Okay, okay. <laughs> Most planets are invested by the old Adenalsium uh, magic. Yes, that's okay, not yeah. special. That's not special. Yeah, I, I think it's more that. Uh, oh no, no, no! I think he's saying okay. that the island, the pool, the worms, and the birds—that was there before the shattering. That's that's how I'm taking that. That doesn't necessarily need to be the case. I mean, maybe. Maybe the vestiture was just there in some other form and autonomy decided, hey, I'm going to make some crazy magic worms. I don't think we can say that the perpendicularity was there since the shattering. But then I don't think that... that. If if Brandon says that there was never a shard in residence, in quote, whatever that means, I I feel like that means he's saying there was no shard there long enough to create a perpendicularity. Hold, uh, because I feel that's kind all right, of all right, all right. okay. Let's. <laughs> all right, you, we got to piece apart. We're gonna be here for like an hour. We're not gonna oh get any gosh. Emerald City Co- Comic Con words of Brandon. We're just gonna talk about this. Yeah. This is what this is. Yeah. Sorry, this title <laughs> it's a lie. Um, yeah. in residence. Ooh. All right, let's think of examples of in residence. Honor and cultivation. Yeah. Honor Ashar. That's yep. in residence. Yep. Their, their investiture has permeated the entire planet. Yes. Not in residence. Odium on cell. Odium was not in residence oh, yeah. there. On no, cell, there's yes. no evidence. No, there's yeah. no evidence that Odium invested on cell. None. Yes, I'm with you there. Right. We, uh, this, this goes back from the very beginning that we, we only yeah. saw the influence of what that shard did there way yeah. back, which was killing uh devotion and dominion that's that's yeah. what it was okay autonomy could have come to the first of the sun mm-hmm. and created this avatar yeah using the latent adenalcium investiture and as we know from london yeah all of that uh, investiture is automatically associated with a yes. shard yes. upon the shattering that immediately happened. Like all the Lego box came, became white and then they all became 16 different colors. Yes. Right? Yeah. Right. That's, that's my analogy. So that, that that's okay. I don't think mm. that's like a problem that doesn't autonomy could maybe make an avatar without permeating all of her magic on a place. Yes. Those are two different things. Yeah. Right. So that that still could have happened. There's yeah. fiddling, okay. So and referenced in Oathbringer. So uh, mm-hmm. this could be said to fiddling that uh, once the avatar was made, now maybe the Adenalcium investiture. Like imagine that was uniformly distributed. Yeah. But now autonomy was like like grabbing the Play-Doh and shaped it a bit into the avatar, right? Okay. And so now it's coalesced a little more and then creates perpendicularity. Boom. Okay. My main issue with that was what okay. he said with everything happening there could happen with or without a shard present. Oh, he doesn't say without a shard's interference. Okay, I was misreading that. Okay. So yeah, with or without a shard present. Yes. In my head, he's. I was reading that as without a shard doing anything, like never being present. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's that. That is right. And okay. However, however, there's a problem with this interpretation. The yeah. being called Pagedy still exists <laughs> and is a shard of Adenalcium. But like he said in your quote, that yeah. it was 
asterisk, big asterisk. Yes. So I don't think it's an actual shard of eight Nalcium, but yeah. he's just saying that that avatar does represent that shard of eight Nalcium. Yes. Right. And it, it, like he's, he's which he's, is somehow different from a splinter. So mm-hmm. it's really great. Yeah. His, his, but we're, we're, we're going down a rabbit hole, Ben. No, I know. We're going down a rabbit hole. His stubbornness like, no, on the wording. This is confusing. Of, <laughs> his stubbornness this is, on the this wording. This is confusing. Padgy is a shard. Because he said that answering questions on the fly can be challenging and my phrasing can be bad in retrospect. <laughs> I specifically asked him, can you say that again? Because of what he said. I was like, I'm like, are you he was sure very you don't firm. want to? It, was... is, it is. Patchy is a shard of Aiden Elsie. Yes. Oh, unless he's simply talking about what it is that the locals worship. Unless he's talking about the entity that the locals call Padgy and worship is autonomy, but autonomy isn't there. If that makes sense. So so the uh, being of Padgy still exists because it's autonomy and it is it is Adonisium. Um Oh, but then in my WOV, he's I specifically asked, is it the island? And he said, yes, Padgy is the island. So it's all just it's all just autonomy and Brandon words things horribly at sometimes. I'm like rubbing my forehead. <laughs> Gotta do video podcasts because my brain hurts. Yeah. My like my spiritual aspect hurts, Ben. Yeah. I don't understand <laughs> it's, it's, what is occurring. <laughs> what Oh, it's rabbit just... hole, rabbit hole. Yeah, right. We're, we're I... getting our raw reactions uh, on this word of Brandon. No thought has been uh, <laughs> made here. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. 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 So, shall we actually go on to what the the opinion of this podcast? No. Was no. To be? Oh, I'm oh, not right. you done. You want to stay? Okay. You're not no, done. No, I'm okay. not done because here's the thing: no shard was there during the events of the story. Yes, but a shard had disappeared. Yes. Yeah. So, if, and and we know for uh, Six of the Dusk is way future, right? Mm-hmm. So, oh god, yes. This is yeah. further on than the letters would be. Yeah. Right. It'd have to be. Yeah. All right. Here's the question: If Padshi, the island, yeah, is shard of Adenalcium or Avatar. I guess we're just kind of assuming because there's an asterisk, which Brandon said yeah. there was an asterisk yes. on that, right? Yeah. Uh, this would imply that if we are terming that avatar to be a shard of Adenalcium, that it is not there during the events of Six of the Dusk. Correct? That is what that's that's what you a common reading of that would be, right? I see what you're saying. I was gonna call it contradictory if he's saying the island is Padgy. Is this a whole shard. thing is contradictory and yeah, confusing. Yeah. <laughs> if he's it's saying all very confusing. The island is Padgy, which is a shard, then during the story there was a shard there because they were they were on the island, which is Padgy, which is a shard. There wouldn't be a story if there was no shard, because if there's no shard, there'd be no island, <laughs> okay, which would right, mean there's I'm no story. You. I'm with you there. I'm Brandon, what you are you on about? <laughs> Brandon! Um, okay. So, right, because if it yeah. is the island, then it can't leave. Yeah. But I guess it did leave. But I guess it did. Or, Brandon's really wording... I'm going more on the side of Brandon is wording this really, really badly. And annoying us on purpose because he likes to annoy us. (laughs) 
this is a man who's named Tall kind of situation. Yeah. <laughs> this is a this man is... who calls himself Tall. <laughs> this is going to make sense eventually. And we're just going to be like, we have these like five wobs that we're just, I, how do we reconcile them? But we're going to get the answer and it's just going to be like, ah, yeah, that's, that's that. Yeah, that that's that. So, cool. All right. Him saying the being name uh, called Pajti still exists and is a shard of Adenalsium. Yeah. That suggests to me that the thing that is called Pajti was also this extra thing and that extra thing could leave, I guess. I get So there's the island, and then there is the avatar that is calling itself Pajti, or maybe yeah. not called Pajti because we're it's being obtuse here, right? Well, I'm I'm wondering okay. if this is this is a storm and storm a high storm and stormfather situation where the stormfather is the spren of the storm, but imagine if instead of the stormfather being a separate entity to the storm, they just called it the high storm. And then you'd have a spren of the High Storm, also called High Storm, which would make things really confusing. And so you've got an island called Pagi and then an entity called Pagi who is the the avatar of autonomy. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Um. <laughs> now, here's the thing with that. Hmm. Uh... Well, uh, the Stormfather can't just leave Roshar. That's yeah, the thing. that's the thing. But, like, <laughs> an avatar is a little different, right? Yeah, we don't av- know how uh, they Presumably... Oh, also... Oh, well, no, it's actually not a problem. It's not okay. a problem. Oh. You know why it's not a problem? Because Autonomy didn't invest there. It's only a problem if the investiture is on the place, right? If if the investiture is on... Yeah. Spren can't just leave... Yeah. Roshar and Shadesmar, right? Yeah. Because they're they're and they have honor and cultivation stuff and odium stuff, maybe in yeah. them, right? Yeah. So if a shard never was like, "Yo, I'm investing my crap here," right? Yeah. Then that means that uh, this is tinkered Adenalsium magic, or the part. Of that Adenalsium magic that was, after the shattering, associated with autonomy. Yes. Which autonomy could then use. And so autonomy never had to invest any additional power there. It was just already kind of of autonomy, right? Yeah. So that could leave the system, right? All right? I I get what you're saying, but I'm not 100%... I'm just confused yeah. how he could call Pajti a shard, then say there's no shards at the time of there, <laughs> even though the island is there, because yeah. it is, obviously. And so here's the question. Yeah. If that avatar left, then, then we come back to the story of why is there a perpendicularity there? Yeah. Because if it left, like, then there's then, no coalesced investiture in, like, this spiritual humidity stuff that's causing this, like, hole through the realms to yeah. exist. Right? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I think <laughs> I think we now have found something more confusing than void binding. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're more confused. I think I'm actually more confused. Yes. I oh. need a flowchart. We- yeah, we need we need I'm, I'm going to draw a picture and it's going to be a doodle where it's got an island need- and then an arrow pointing to shard and then an arrow pointing to minor shard world. We need an arrow pointing like- to no shard this is a pointing video. to the island. No. Ben, this is like a video. Like, like a video we this. heard this, this, and this. Let's go through the the possibilities in flowchart style. Yeah, yeah. That would require a lot of editing and work. Would. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, there's a reason like a my videos are mostly just my face because I have no skill. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Same. Same. Exactly. Cool. All this audio editing. Yeah. Terrible. The audio audio is fine. Uh, shall we move All on right. to the Emerald City Comic Wolves? Yes. All <laughs> right. So I guess for. we're just gonna put Podgy in in the title. Cause yeah. we've been talking about that. Um yeah. I think guys we're gonna need to do this in multiple episodes. We'll see. Yeah. Uh cause we're already kind of like forty five minutes into it. Yeah, we are. Um Alright, guys, so what what we're gonna do, cause we know from our last podcast where we discussed words of Brandon that that took a while. Yes. So we're gonna cut this one in a little bit so expect a cut we'll get two weeks out of this and uh that that's what we're gonna do sorted yes right. um and if we want to merge ian in we can just like do that yeah if, like if if ian's is just like a half hour i don't think that's there's no way we are just doing like a half hour on words of brandon we <laughs> yeah. could easily get an hour in so yeah. Uh, did you want to start? Did you want to start with this one, with the yeah. first one? So let's start with these words of Brandon. We start with Greater Bookworm, who asks, "What happens when you cut a chondra with a shard blade?" Brandon. So a chondra is going to react basically the same way, in that a shard blade is going to be hitting at the soul and severing it, and things like that. They're not immune to shard blades, but because they have mutable shapes, there will be a little bit of weirdness involved in that. You'll get to see that happen eventually. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, that's that's my favorite part of this wob is is that you'll get his is the guarantee that we'll see this eventually, um, and so my reaction to this is that it makes perfect sense. Uh, I think the blade would kill whatever it hit. So if you if the conjurer was in human form and this sliced an arm, the arm would get the arm would die, or just the very slip of the Contra where it got hit would die. But then the Contra could just move that dead flesh about. Um, yeah. The, right. Yeah. My my second thought is that I kind of thought this might be something kind of similar to a Par Shendi gem heart, where if you hit the spike while hitting a Contra, that might cancel out the spike's effects because it might kill the flesh oh. around the spike. So that's, well, that's my well, thought. Now I'm... Hold up. Yeah. You cut a hemallergic spike with a shard blade. Yeah. There will be pushback. He won't cut it as yeah, nicely as it's it invested. Because yeah. it's invested. Yeah. But you could. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You could. Yeah. And if you cut it in half, that would probably cause a problem to the hemallergic <laughs> spike. Right? Yeah. Right? It might not kill the spike because you can't kill a spike, but a shard blade is a very naughty weapon, and so it might maybe kill the spike. 
I don't know. I, it just feels right that hitting the spike with a shard blade would kill would would nullify the effects of well, that spike for the. Well, no, 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 no. It doesn't. Well, we know that even if you melt the spike into multiple things, it yeah. would be degraded, but it wouldn't go away. But melting is different to hitting with a shard blade. That's that cuts in the spiritual <laughs> realm. I mean, you're, you're <laughs> correct. You're correct. Yeah. I mean, I imagine if you relied on that thing for sapience, like an Era 1 Colossus or a Chandra, yeah. that would be very bad. Yes. How about, yeah, that's cool. that's what I'm going to go with. Uh, by the because way, the, a, yeah. a Chandra's soul is still distributed yeah in there so you're you're still gonna kill the soul eventually eventually yeah if you if you did like a gordon ramsay like chop 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 chop, you know you'd be that canter would be not surviving that yeah i'll go in the next one i want to know if there was stormlight before honor uh brandon replies so before honor arrived there was a proto version of the storms and a version of stormlight yes uh question asks okay but it was different Uh, brandon says it things were different and okay yeah. so that that's kind of similar to what we know uh, yeah because adenalsium there, there's actually another one where adenalsium created the whole system of yeah Roshar. yeah uh not to spoil it or anything but, <laughs> uh if before they arrive there's this, still this adenalsium stuff i'm gonna guess more adenalsium stuff than on first of the sun just just gonna put that <laughs> <out of> there <laughs> probably presumably probably a little presumably, bit more yeah Hard to know, hard to rate what Adenalsium did, because we don't I know mean, anything about that. No idea. Yeah. I wanted to include that one just because I wanted to be, firstly say, yeah, there was some light before Honor arrived. Yeah. And also that, that follow-up question saying, okay, but it was different. You can't give Brandon that much wiggle room. <laughs> oh that's true <laughs> he, he, yeah he uh, he just replied yes things were different but he could be talking about how it was just a particularly hot day that adenalsium was there you know yeah, it's- don't don't if pro tip don't ask is this related to this because the answer is yeah in a sense yeah. this is also why i included the next one which i'll let you read Eric. yeah all right all right all right he questioner he wanted to know if a pregnant woman took up one of the shards, one of the 16 shards, would the child uh, born have any god powers? Brandon, it would have an effect. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd hope so. <laughs> well, your body vaporizes, yeah. so I'm going to go with yeah. Yeah, that that's actually a really interesting question. I really liked this question. Um, I would love to find out that one of the vessel, one of the uh, original vessels was pregnant. I'd love to find oh. out what happened. Oh. I don't know if I want to go into the realm of demigods and stuff <laughs> or whatever that would be. But the, the weirdness there is that what would that be like in Ascension? You know, yeah. your body vaporizes, taking yes. up the power. It, sh- it doesn't die. It still exists, yeah. right? But that's just, like, what would, what would the, your what would baby's it, spirit would, be or something? Would it like, be vaporized? Would you be, like, fused together? Would it just, would you have, like, a fetus intelligence ball of investiture? I don't know. Uh, it, I don't yes. know. Would, would, would your baby just be, like, a, a Stormfather's friend oh, thing? God. Eric, we're getting really close to asking if fetuses have souls. I think we should... Uh... Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. You are in America right now, Ben. Oh, yeah, so I am. You, yeah. you got you to be very careful about this. But... 
Yeah, I, I yeah. don't know if uh, I want to go into yeah. that can of worms, so time to move on to the <laughs> yeah, next I, one. I don't think Brandon would want to have that open that can of worms, so maybe we won't see it's, that happen. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say that that's uh, an invalid line of thought because we know everything has a cognitive and spiritual aspect, yeah, right? there you go. So, <laughs> easy, easy. Great. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Questioner, are you planning to make the Shard of Honor with Dalinar? No? That Brandon... is a poorly phrased question, I'll just point out. Yes. Brandon replies, that's a Raffo, that's a Raffo, that's a read and find out. No answers for you. Well, this yeah. is getting to the whole, is Unity yeah. a uh, Shard? And the answer obviously is a super ultra Raffo. Yeah, like, you're asking essentially what is the ultimate plan for Dalinar's character and in Stormlight Archive in total, and that's definitely going to get raffled. Uh, 100%. 100%. It's, it's good to ask, though. Good to ask. If, right. if, but don't ask yeah. it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, the nice thing with Arcanum at wob.coppermine.net yep. is you can know if the question has been asked. You can just search. Yeah. See if it's been asked, and then you yeah. can ask something else. Silicery asks, can you make a hemolurgical uh, spike out of harmonium, and what would it do? Brandon, yes, but Raffo. So half an answer and half a not answer. Ah, well, there you go. So, I mean, <laughs> harmonium explodes, so uh, that would be difficult. Yes. That, that's so firstly, uh, I met Salazari and uh, she's a lovely, lovely woman. Good, She asked some good questions. I think there's about four questions from her in here. And um, yeah, so you could... De- I, I'm, I'm with you there. You probably make the spike out of it due to it being part of the metallic arts system. Um, and so you can make a... It's al- in my opinion, it's alimantic, it's ferrochemical, it's hemologic. Uh, but yeah, it explodes. We're touching water, and humans are really watery. So theoretically, you could. Theoretically, but practically you could. speaking, yes, we will never see this in practice. Yes, uh, there's actually a question later on that relates to this a little bit as well. Yes, um, uh, although I will say, uh, for the record, for uh, Ian, uh, because he's not here, he, he would like to point out that he still hates the name Harmonium. So I just thought I'd oh. say that for him. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I think it works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, why don't you do this next one? Questioner: Why is Kaladin so proficient, like naturally born to wield a spear? Is that a weapon he likes, or is it a destiny for him? Brandon says: uh, So destiny is a strong term. I would say he has a natural natural aptitude, uh, but no more so than a normal person who has a natural aptitude for something. But the way the spiritual realm works in the Cosmere, and the way that connection works. There were certain things that were happening to Kaladin before they happened. There's some inaudible words, but you can make out someone saying time and space. Uh, Brandon then says, It's like Sil says in the books, You didn't know me then, but I knew you then. Even though we hadn't met yet, I still knew you. You see some weird connection things too, and these are mostly just for fun, sort of cosmic connections. Like when you see Sil take take on the look of Shalan standing on the beach. There's going to be a connection there. It's forming. It doesn't exist yet, but all things are on the spiritual, or when one in the spiritual realm, and we're just kind of seeing echoes of that. It's not meant to be destiny. It's just meant to be. Hey, there's little connections happening. I would not say Kaladin is any natu- any more naturally gifted in that 
your average professional sports player is naturally gifted in what they do. So this hmm. is a bit of a funny one, this one, because he's essentially yeah. saying if you're good at something in the future and <laughs> you also become magic in the future, or maybe this is just a radiant thing, maybe, that you become good at that stuff naturally before you were good at it. I, I think he's more just going on a tangent on how stuff is related uh, just going off the word destiny, yeah. Rather than talking about that being like, ah, you were you're good at uh, the spear in the future, so you're good at it in the past. That's not what he's saying. He's just he's just I think just expounding on what like a cosmere destiny would sort of be. I no, I do no, I do feel like he is saying that part of the reason that Kaladin is good with the spear is because of he's good with the spear in the future like he is saying there is some connection things going on there sill says you didn't know me then but i knew you then because sill in the spiritual realm everything is one so sill being connected bonded with him in the future means sill kind of is bonded with him in the past as well and it's kind of all one thing if there is a, a myriad of questions about free will and destiny in the cosmere um I'm not super happy about this one. <laughs> I would rather he just be like, yeah, he's just really natural. He's just really good with That's a spear. That's why I'm <laughs> just going to use my interpretation and just not worry about it. Hey, <laughs> okay, cool. This uh, is what I'm going to do. Uh, this next oh, sweet. Yeah. If we're going in this order, I get to steal one of yours. Ah, uh, no. So Overlord Jeebus said, <laughs> who's that guy? God. What a weirdo. He sounds really handsome. Uh, was just the continent of Roshar created by Aiden Alcium, or was the whole system created? Brandon, the whole system was created. So yes. as he said a little bit before. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I asked this because it was actually a reply to one of my comments on Reddit that he said the continent was, the specific wording was the continent of Roshar was grown by Adonasium. Um, dude, you're, and- you, dude, dude, <laughs> yeah. dude. I, there are so many people in the comments right now Yeah, just being like, these guys cannot pronounce Aiden Alcyon correctly. <laughs> and it's like, you're, you're not s- pronouncing the letters in the order they appear in the word. I don't need, I don't need to pronounce the letters. It's Addo Look, as Brandon, <laughs> as Brandon would say, you, there's no official pronunciation. Yeah. You can pronounce it however you want. Terravangian. Terravangian. Just just add just add more syllables. Why don't you? Sorry. So I I I just feel the need to To voice the concern (laughs) that is already one in the spiritual realm and in the comment section about the the rage about you pronouncing Aiden Elsium. There's still like there are still a bunch of people like you should use short A. You're you're just putting an N. You're ain't and the Like, I don't even know what you're doing. I can't even replicate it. Like, we're not connected that much on the spiritual realm. We're really not. This is this is complaints from the future affecting me in the past. Yeah. Okay, so really not. Him saying that Adonalsium created Roshar. Oh, you did it. Created the continent of Roshar. I then got think. I then looked at the star map we got. We got. Three planets in the habitable zone. We've got three moons for Roshar, which are... And ten gas giants. Yeah, and then the ten gas giants. If you don't know anything about astronomy, ten gas giants is really, really unstable. That is not a naturally occurring star system right there. And so that's why... Well, even the moons are unstable. Even the moons. The moons are... Yeah, there's no way those moons... Well, okay. 
I keep saying there's no way those things can naturally form, but the universe is really big, so maybe it could. But it's really, really, really hard for those things to be in a stable, like, condition. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not... The, the moons are actually, if you didn't know, guys... Yeah. Uh, it's been calculated. They'd only be stable uh, in the scale of tens of thousands of years. And Brandon's yes. like, yeah, that's good. Yeah, he's like, that's I enough. got charged. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. He's like, the cosmos is only going to be like 10,000 years anyway, so who cares? Oh, it's more yeah. than that. It's more yeah. than that. We're, we're definitely above 10,000 years. Maybe. Maybe. Dude, we hope... <laughs> Dude, if multiple people held the well of ascension... Yeah, but just think about that. That's a three, thousand years. Three each is one. enough. Three is enough, and all of that could have happened in the time since the recreants. Like, in my opinion, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, uh, my, I, my we, current timeline has it I, being like. I think we're gonna get seven 15, or eight thousand years. years. Personally, okay. Maybe near we're, the over end. ten. Over okay. ten. I don't think we're over, over 10. ten just yet. Well, I think in the whole Cosmere history. Era four, we will we will surpass ten. Okay, I'll give you that from, from the shattering or yeah. for whatever the early history yeah. we yeah, have from the shattering. Yeah, we definitely should over. 10, year zero was 10, the shattering 10. of Adonasium. Yeah, uh, I'll go with Adonasium. <laughs> um, no, it's because you don't have the L. <laughs> Adonasium, you're you're pulling you're pulling a sazed. Yeah, <laughs> a sazed. Adult, you, you just got sazed, bro. <laughs> just, oh man. Oh. Okay. Next one. Uh, this was actually a follow-on where someone said, is there's, uh, is that the center of the Cosmere? Um, and Brandon said, no, there isn't a center of the Cosmere. Uh, you are paraphrasing the exact things that we have written. Okay, about. do you know, I'll just... Because in between these two wobs, there was someone else saying, is it the center of the Cosmere? Uh, by the way, I was okay. obviously there for this. And then someone else... And then Brandon said, no. And then the next question was, is there a center to the Cosmere? All right, fine. Yeah. I'll allow it. Uh, uh, Judge Eric allows it. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's also people in the comments very upset <laughs> right now. Yeah. Like, let Ben talk. Okay, so yeah. Brandon then says there isn't a center of the cos- Cosmere. Uh, I keep calling it a dwarf galaxy, but if I think they decided it's a cluster instead of a dwarf galaxy. I then said, yeah, even a dwarf galaxy is still really big, like billions of stars. Um, and Serena said, yep, still too big. So we had to call it a cluster. Uh, because we only wanted like to, we came up with fifty or hundred stars, so it's a star cluster. It's a re or a really dwarf galaxy. Oh, okay, so yeah. we have an upper bound, a hundred stars. We have an upper bound, stars, guys. But I, I, Just- it's it's not uh it's not on the warp because it's kind of irrelevant. But I then suggested it could be like one of the larger, small Magellan clouds, which are outside of the galaxy, because those are very small. Those would probably only contain like fifty to hundred stars, if any at all. Like. You know that that that's the kind of structure we're talking about in the universe, right? Yeah. I, despite my technical degree, yeah. I know like nothing formally about astronomy. So. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh, I'm a huge space. Nerd. I never took an astronomy <laughs> class, so <laughs> yeah. All right, let's do this next one. Questioner: Is there any effect on a shard blade if the dead eye is really far away from where the blade is? Brandon, define really. <laughs> Questioner. The one that's trapped on the ship. Let's say they're taking him to the far side of Shadesmar, but the dude that owns the blade lives in Inaudible. Uh, Brandon, we'll deal with that in the books. There is an effect, but uh, that's not enough of an effect. And you say, <laughs> considering no one says that their shard blade is acting weird in two and a half, uh, two and a half thousand years. Brandon, 
That happens all the time in Shadesmar. If you were able to get it off planet, it would have an effect. Questioner. If you as the owner of the Shardblade were off world and you tried to summon it, that would be the effect? Brandon. Either way, but you can't take Spren off world. I mean, you can, but you can't really. Really all that I have in the notes for it to do right now is to add slightly more time. So you're like, that's weird that it felt like not 10 heartbeats, it felt like 12. But it's like, you're on another planet, then it's suddenly speed of light type type stuff. So it's suddenly like, this is taking three years instead. That's a pretty big deal. So I've got a few weird speed of lights things mixed into the Cosmere, and that's one of them. That's real interesting. It is really like... interesting. Didn't you say there was another one? Is this included here, the one about the... Oathgate teleportation is occurring at the speed of light. Did you include that one? Um, I can't remember if I included that one specifically, but there is one where he just talks it, about... It just says that. Yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. That Oathgate teleport- is the speed of light, yeah. yeah. Things through the cognitive realm can travel only as fast as the speed of light. Yes. Through Shadesmar. But then space is compressed in the cognitive right. realm, which technically right. means it can travel faster than the speed of light. And he even acknowledged this. This is why we have weird... Um, like synchronicity stuff happening uh right right so that's this here so what i'm wondering does the dead eye like vanish when the owner summons it does it vanish in the cognitive realm i say we can't i can't say for sure at the moment what i i I have no idea right what i think we can say is that if they did they most likely return to where they were when before they were summoned because they talk about how um that ship captain talks about uh, locking Mm -hmm. up his father or grandfather and so if that blade was summoned and it disappeared they would then have to return to that cell you know so i feel like they either don't disappear or if they do they return to the same point or maybe his grandfather was one of the thousands of missing blades, you know, because there's like I know. there's like thousands this, of missing blades in case you didn't this know. This is one of my like <laughs> main podcasts that I want to do because this is this is very central. So if if you guys don't know, there are many missing shard blades, right? Yeah. So at the Recreants, which was just Windrunners, but one part of the Windrunners. Yeah, it wasn't even all the Windrunners. What is it even all the Windrunners? Just the ones near Feverstone Keep and wherever the fighting was, right? They abandoned their blades, and Dalinar said that that was more blades than they knew existed in all the world. Yes. And that is one fraction of one order of blades. (laughs) Right. So, (laughs) in other words, there are a crapload of missing blades. So, yeah. I think the question of uh, the question of do the dead eye when the blades are summoned when they're in the physical realm? Yeah, are the dead eye in the cognitive? That is a really important question. Yeah. Uh, because Ooh, if yeah. right, that that's a really important question. So, listeners, if you go see Brandon, th- yeah. ask that one. That's a real good one. Yeah. And if not, I'm writing that down. I'm going to ask him. <laughs> so that, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, and we're going to have another podcast like this where yeah. Brandon confuses us about Podgy and we'll talk yeah. about that for 40 minutes. He'll, he'll um, talk about... We sh- didn't talk. 
Yeah, we talked, we talked like, about it for 40 minutes. It was, it was like, like it was like 20 or 30. <laughs> like, it was a long time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Cool. But uh, so on this one, uh, I'll take this it one. Is... No, 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 oh, no. Sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm still not done with Okay, this go, one, for it, go, for it, go for it. Go for it. Because uh, it is kind of interesting. It does seem like the dead eye would disappear and it's summoned in the physical, right? Yeah. That's kind of the implication that I'm getting. Yeah, because. But it is weird hmm. in that respect because the thing is is it can't like living spren like sill yes. like um they are in the physical realm yeah and so we can't really use them as a something to go off because the dead eye is not in the physical realm and so there's a different situation going on with living spren to dead spren um well Oh yeah, yeah. Because she—they're all looking for her. So oh. if she—if there was just like a manifestation of her in the cognitive realm while she's hanging out with Kaladin, someone probably would have spotted that. I think. Um, that is weird. Yeah. You know what's even weirder? Do you remember the word of Brandon that someday we'll see what a hemallergic spike looks like in oh, the cognitive God, realm? Oh God, yes. Oh man, remember that's that? gonna that, be good. That adds to that weirdness, right? Yeah. Where, like, there you're not summoning anything, right? Yeah. Oh man, so, I can't wait to meet Nightblood. <laughs> In the cognitive oh, realm. Oh my god. <laughs> oh! Whoa! Whoa, 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 Hold the phone for a second. <laughs> well, wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Okay. You're going to talk about All right, Vivenna's this, this blade, is This is a my... Right. <laughs> we do not see Vivenna's blade look anything different yeah. than a blade yeah. in the cognitive realm. Do we know if it talks? I can't remember if she ever talks. We don't. We have no information. Okay. That... If... Listeners, if you want us to talk about Nightblood and Vivenna's sword, worry not. We are going to make a really long podcast about it, but we're scared because we need to do a lot of research. Yes. So we get it right. <laughs> uh... Yeah, but oh man, it really does depend if uh, that blade does talk or not. Yeah, um, I'm with you there. I imagine if it's awakened and is a shard blade, it does. I think it's just uh, not evil. It doesn't have the <laughs> extra stuff that makes it consume all yeah. investiture and want to consume everything. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, uh, but, but then we don't know if that's what gave Nightblood the talkiness. The mind and the voice. The thing that makes it... Well, I... Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. It, it could... Vivenna's blade could just be like a dead shard blade. Yeah. That yeah. That doesn't yeah. talk, right? Yeah. That, that that could be the difference. It's just like a dead shard blade. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, because she can't dismiss it, right? Yeah, she can't dismiss it. She could just say, um, hey, it could just be as simple as she just got a normal sword and just said, hey, be as sharp as cut anything just be really sharp and cut everything i think there's a, a, there's there's a command Maybe. there's a command There'll there's a command. there's 100 yeah. a command let's yeah. let's be real here yeah. there's a command um do we have anything else to add on uh and this one i did find it strange I, uh, he talks about how you can summon it from another planet but it will just take like three years to get summoned i would have guessed right. that it would you wouldn't have been able to because you can't take a sprint off of roshar but then you can take it off of roshar in the cognitive in the physical realm and, well, uh, what if, what if, well, well, just switch it around. Yeah. I'm a Rosharan. I have a blade. I went on a Skadrian spaceship and went yeah. to First of the Sun for some reason. Yeah. Sure, right? Yeah. Uh, then, then I tried to summon my blade. Then it would take a long time. Then it would take a long right? time. Yeah, so that's what they're saying. You, so, yeah. right? Uh, that That's kind of what I would think because yeah. you could probably leave that system because yeah. you're not a cognitive shadow, right? Yeah. Uh, so... 
I don't know. Uh, it is really interesting. I, I had always thought that all that stuff was kind of stored in the spiritual, so it didn't matter, but clearly it does. So yeah. that's really interesting. Yeah. Like, in my Way of Kings theory, like, I always thought, like, the Shardblades were just in the spiritual realm. And, yeah. You know? But no, they're actually in the cognitive realm. It's, it's we, curious. They're not in the spiritual, like, at all, yeah. right? Yeah. Which is, like, Aww. an interesting, different way of thinking about it, right? Yeah, because in my head, I'm kind of like, well, where do shard blades go when you dismiss them? I think, oh, they go to the spiritual they, realm, but then well, are no, they no, always they, in the Clearly not room? the case. But, clearly not the case. Yeah, yeah. before right? we move on, 100%, if you, the next person to see Brandon, please ask them if the dead eyes disappear from the cognitive realm when the shard yep, blade yep, is yep. Uh, summoned. Please, please do. And uh, I... And if you don't don't meet Brandon soon, don't worry. Yeah. Because I will uh I will absolutely ask him that. Yeah. In May. Yeah. Where he's coming to my state. Ooh. Not my city, but eh, my state. Close enough. Yeah, so we'll we have oh great. So we've gotten through four pages <laughs> of our document. Great. Yeah. Um it's going it's going really well. Yeah. Uh but uh, because the Stormfather smote Ian, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do want him to talk about a few words of Brandon, and uh, so uh, we we also don't want everything to be like a two and a half hour podcast. I yeah. like long podcasts, but some people don't. And we talked about Podgy, so there you go. Yeah, there are a lot more words of Brandon gonna come to you probably the next week. So we will see you all uh, next time where we will continue talking about these uh, upcoming podcasts. We're definitely going to have White Sand Volume 2 coming towards you eventually. Yes. Um, Uh, There's no no where's that cosmic character this week because there's only Ian to play. (laughs) No, there's only Eric to play. Yeah, I'm not Ian. Yeah. No, you, 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 you give give one to me. Okay. One. Okay. Cool. Right. right. We should. We should. We should. We should end. We should end with our, our new thing. Who's that Cosmere character? Yeah. Though we've recorded White Sand Volume Two, that one has not been posted yet. Yeah. Uh, because you guys want the top tier words of Brandon as soon as possible, and this one you're getting that patchy one real quick. Yeah. But uh. Right. I. I'm not. Right. First, let's play the jingle. Call me your character. <laughs> Woo! I, I lo- I, and that is still the best. Just like to point that out. Okay. Right. So, uh, listeners, are you ready? Eric, are you ready? Uh, no, but Maybe that's not. fine. Okay, that's fine. I, I, right. I have, I have, I have my computer. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm not writing this down. I'm not yeah. getting paper down. <laughs> pen. I like having no. pen and paper. Right. So, the first clue for this character. This character is a parent. Hasina. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to keep guessing Hasina when relevant <laughs> until I get it, okay? I'm gonna this do. clue number two. This character is rumored to have strange powers. Hmm. Any guesses, hmm. Eric? No, okay, well, hold on a minute. <laughs> okay, okay. Strange powers is pretty vague, Ben. Yes, I worded this one very specifically. Hmm. All right, let's go to the next okay. one. I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't have a good one for this one. Character number three 
this character does their work under a pseudonym. Oh, crap. <laughs> I always like to make it so clue three should God, be enough why do I... to really get it. <laughs> why, why do I keep... I know this isn't that one, yeah. but I keep wanting to say it's that one uh, parent radiant from the part three epigraphs in Oathbringer. <laughs> I don't remember her name. I remember she was Thalen. I remember that, but I don't remember her kids' names, but I don't... She's not named. That's not my guess. Okay. No, that's not my guess. I know that's not right. <laughs> okay. Because okay. that's way too esoteric. Um, does work under a pseudonym. Uh, listeners, there was a massive silence there. Well, Eric thought, so I've cut that. <laughs> All right. God. I, I don't know. I th- I'm, I'm losing it, man. I'm losing it. Yeah. All right. Go to the next one. This character is in debt. In debt. If you don't get it now, you're going to kick yourself on clue five. I know. I am. I am. I am. I know I am. Oh, rock. It is not rock. Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> right. I so. guess he doesn't have a, he doesn't really have a debt. No. But he is a parent and he does have strange powers. <laughs> yes. And does work under a pseudonym. So yes. there. But don't forget. Right. Okay. Clue five. This character is from the Dromenad system. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, no wonder I'm not I don't know who these people are. Oh no. Oh no, have you not read uh, I guess it's six, the dusk, right? That's the only no. character I know in that. I don't know any other character in there. No. I don't remember anyone in that story. It was all very unmemorable to me personally. Wait, hold up. I think I may have messed up here. One second. One second. Oh, great. We're going to have uh-huh. to redo this whole thing. Sorry, yes, I completely messed up. Right. <laughs> all right. So, okay. Oh, hey. Ignore that, people. Uh, this character is from the Threnody system. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, right. Okay. All right. So, you were just completely wrong. You're not editing that out. Okay, I'll, I'll not... leave that flub in. Yeah, all that's right, fine. All right, great. Great. Thank you very much. Uh... Come on, well, Nate. I mean, it's got to be it's, it's got to be Silence Montaigne, right? It's it's Silence Montaigne. The cancer is Silence Montaigne, who worked under the pseudonym White Fox as a bounty hunter oh, yeah, yeah, and was rumored to have Fox, strange so powers. That's right. That's yes, right, that's to work right. off her debt for her pub. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah, it's been a really long time. <laughs> I haven't read that since like God. When did that come out? Like 2012? No. Oh, is it that long? I don't remember came out in 2013 so i'm i yeah it's been a few years i definitely read it in 2012 so (laughs) listeners uh, at home all right all right that that was that was a good one that That was was a good good one one. uh i i will give you guys a spoiler that when uh ben gave me some who's that cosmere characters for our white sand volume 2 podcast yeah uh we they they went much better than the (laughs) inaugural episode where uh it did not go well i actually fact checked my clues that one (laughs) Yeah, also, yeah, it does help when you get the correct system yeah. uh, on that. So, well done. Yep. Well if, done, A+. Plus. If you manage to get game. that before, Eric, leave a comment down below. If you manage to get that when I said Dromenad, well done. Let me know what you came up with. <laughs> <laughs> um, and comment yes. below if you got the cor- it, it correct answer for the incorrect clues. Good work. Yeah. Well done. No, seriously, I don't remember the characters. Do you in, know? Uh, Six of the Dusk. I know there was 
Sixth of Dusk. There was his two AVR. Yeah. And then there was the other one. There was a woman. <laughs> there was a woman in that who had friends. There was a woman. And the no, friends. she was she was one of the ones above, right? No, no, she no, no. She was no, she, she wasn't was one from, of the ones. Above. She was a dramadian. I don't know, a dramadian. But m- yeah. interacted with the ones above. Yes, yeah, she interacted with the ones above. But yeah, I think there was actually only two those two characters in like the whole book. That's the end of it. Thrilling! Yeah. It was a great, great. It was great. good. I love it. Cool. I think we'll no, just it wasn't, do that. But <laughs> no, it wasn't. Wasn't good. But if you if you guys do like you it, know, in the comments, did you not think it was please? very good? I liked it. Cool. I'm glad. I'm glad. God, this you podcast is going on guys, for way too long to get you, into a conversation about no, First of the Sun. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, we have talked a lot about First of the Sun. Yeah. But guys, if you had an opinion and we and one of us don't agree with it, that's totally fine. Yeah. That's completely <laughs> fine. If you went to say, I didn't like Oathbringer and I liked <laughs> Way of Kings better, which I, I've seen that opinion. Yeah. Uh, gone on that's fine i'm secure enough in my opinions to you know like what i like and you're secure enough in your opinions to know what you like and we're not here to change your mind we're here to get confused about what patch t is that's what we're here for and to give you the news yes we're gonna get confused about podge t together because podge is confusing it is very confusing so we will see you all Next time for more Emerald City Comic Con wobs yes. with uh, American Jeebus. Yes, here, American Jeebus. That's it that's an album feel. name. <laughs> that's an album name. American Jeebus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you there. Yeah, yeah. Cool. That would be another video if we had the skill to video edit. <laughs> I don't want to be right. an American Jeebus. I'm going <laughs> to stop now. <laughs> All right. Hey guys. Hi so everyone. <laughs> we. We thought we were done recording this podcast for tonight. Brandon decided the answer to that was no, because we're putting this in because as we finished getting very confused from Podgti, Brandon <laughs> responds to our Reddit thread answering yeah. our questions about Podgti. And, and so, oh boy, is a good one. <laughs> so we're putting this in at the end because we realized it because now if you listen to this whole podcast... You'll get the question and the answer, which yeah. is usually not how this works in this yeah. fandom. So that's nice. Without having to so, wait like 40 minutes for the wobs that you came here for. <laughs> all right. So clearly, Ben, yeah. you need to read the long one from uh, Oversleep. So, so Oversleep says, yeah. so, so the investiture on First of the Sun is associated with a shard or its residue, normal investiture from Aiden Alcyon. Uh, so... Brandon replied, the reason I have so much trouble answering these questions, and you'll see me struggling to get an answer in the 10-15 seconds I have when someone asks me in the signing (laughs) line, is because this isn't an either or. Is this computer I'm using matter associated with the Earth, the Big Bang, or such and such star that went supernova long ago? Well, it's probably all three. When people ask, what shard is this investiture associated with, it gets very complicated. Shards influence and tweak certain investiture, giving it a kind of spin or magnetism. But all investiture ever predates the shattering. And in the cosmic, matter, energy, and investiture are one thing. I always imagine investiture having certain states, certain magnetisms, if you will, associated with certain aspects of Adelnasium. So it's all... <laughs> so it's all... Why do you do this? <laughs> assigned to a shard and that signed is in quotes because it always 
it's always been associated with that shard. To investiture, Adonasium shattering meant everything and nothing at the same time. We generally mean the term invested in quotes to mean a shard has taken permanent residence in a location, a kind of base of operations. But at the same time, this is meaningless, since distance has no meaning on the spiritual realm, where most shards are. So imprisonment of a shard like ruin or odium is a crude expression. It's the best we have. Autonomy never invested, and that's in quotes again, on first of the sun. But even answering, as someone else asks, if they created an avatar without visiting is a difficult thing to explain. Uh, that's actually a wob, I think, from the Oathbringer signing. Because even explaining how a shard travels when motion is irrelevant is difficult to manage. It's a subject that I intend to be up for debate, up for debate, discussion and argument by in-world philosophers and arcanists. You see why you see why I have trouble explaining these things at signings, and why I fail to try when I try to, considering the time limitations and offer fatigue limitations placed upon me. Um, that's true. He <laughs> does have mega long signings. Yeah. <laughs> get on hour four. Yeah, yes. you're not gonna like phrase it correctly. Yeah, these concepts I intend to spend entire lengthy epic volumes exploring and explaining. Let's say you are autonomy, and you have, through expanding and exploring your understanding, found a gathering of investiture that has always been there. You always knew about, but still didn't actually recognize until the moment you considered and explored it. Because even though your power is infinite, accessing and using that infinity is beyond your reach. Were you invested there? No, no more than you're invested in Roshar, where parts of Adelnasium still exist that are associated with you, in the very fabric of matter and existence. But suddenly you have a chance to tweak, influence, and do things that were always possible, but you, but which you never thought you could, uh, but which you never could do because you knew but didn't know at the same time. And I'm already way more into this than typing than I, than I want to be typing this out right now. If it's confusing, it's because it's practically impossible for me to explain these things in a short span of time. I'm going to leave it here, understanding that no, I haven't fully explained your question. I didn't even get into what avatars are, what Padgy is, what happened to Padgy the being, and how that relates to Padgy the island. And hopefully this is kind of starts to point the right direction, though I probably should have just left this question alone because I bet this post is going to raise more questions than it answers. Okay, a few things. <laughs> One, Brandon is awesome for like just, he is spending time in his day yeah. in the evening just writing an essay on this stuff. Yeah. So this is amazing. Yeah. And we were only mocking the confusion from earlier because it was very confusing. Yeah. And everyone was confused. Yes. But- <laughs> Two, we were totally we totally nailed it with. I the, feel like we hey, got yeah. autonomies like taking that investiture and doing something with it. Yeah, nailed it. Yes, super it was, nailed it. It was kind of always there, even though she wasn't aware of it. And then yeah, but then everyone's it seems is kind of always there. So it's like uh, it's, right, yeah, right. So she she just shaped it a bit. She just shaped uh, the bits. Three yeah. avatars, the word. <laughs> Boom. Gonna... Take that, Ian. Yeah. Boom. Nailed okay. it. Uh, <laughs> heme allergy jokes. Yeah. So I asked earlier, uh, this this was when we were panicking right before the podcast yes. started. And we're, and uh, all three of us are like, what? <laughs> what is happening? What, what, what happened here? What happened? Well, the third one being oversleep. Who's an arcanist? Yeah. Uh, and I asked, are you saying here that Pajdi is an avatar of autonomy or is it a separate shard and not an avatar of autonomy? Brandon, 
When I said Pajdi was a shard, I was meaning autonomy. Booyah! But it is not quite that simple. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Confirmation. Dead serious. Oh, concrete. Words of yep. Brandon. Mm. Take this post to mean, no, you should not be looking towards another shard for Pajdi's origins. Autonomy is the one relevant. But autonomy's relationships with entities like this, not sure entity is the right word even, is complex. I'm not trying to confuse the issue, though. Well, well, you kind I of, mean, you kind of messed that one up. Let's, let's make some <laughs> jokes about it, confusing the issue. <laughs> yes. But we did get some great stuff. Also, I guess, I guess in that other quote that you just said, yeah, Brandon's just using Avatar because we're using Avatar. Uh, I feel like but we're he using left yours before he left this one. Uh, yeah, no, 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 he oh, left the other one first, no, and then he left mine, yours. Yeah, yeah. So mine's the last thing he yeah. said. So. So I don't know if avatar is the correct word because he's still like, ah, entities, that's that's not yeah. the right one. Uh, we're using avatar, by the way, because in the second letter in Oathbringer, uh, it mentions a new avatar of our being. Yes. So that's, that's why we're using the word avatar. Ian does not like that word, so let's just but, say that there. Uh, there's, there's so much to talk about in this. I, uh, <laughs> I don't I know. know where to begin. Well... I don't know. I think uh, this this really explains everything that's up. Yeah. This so. patch. Oh, okay. This is the thing I want to talk about. <laughs> the relationship between <laughs> avatars, what Padgy was, what happened to Padgy the being. So we were totally, yeah. totally right. That is like, <laughs> there's the island, and then there's a being who is not the island. The high storm has Boom, a storm father. Padgy has a Padgy. Yeah. I, I promise you we are not recording this in advance because you can just just go back. You know we are in the depths of despair and confusion. Just the most confusion. Nailed it. Sorted. Uh, so I guess there is a being called Pajti. Yeah. So I guess we got to make a Pajti article on the wiki. Yep. That's Pajti the being. Yep. Who is an avatar and or entity mm. aspect thing. Uh, and which Brandon does, being, which Brandon does consider the shard because distances are relevant and the shards are in the spiritual realm, which is where shards are. Right, right. Yeah. So, so these avatars are connected in the spiritual realm, and that location doesn't matter. And so, it's still the shard. Now, yeah. it's the asterisk because it's this weird avatar thing, and Atari yeah. has a lot of them. Yeah. Right. Cool. Cool. Ah, uh, yes. <sighs> and Pajti the being slash the shard left at the time of the story of six of the dusk yes Has to be right oh 100%. yeah so yeah so the the so we're totally yes. right yeah you were totally right yeah so yeah that's the only way i can oh. really read into that is if brandon oh. considers padgy the being to be a sh the shard because it is it is part of autonomy it's it's that's it is, it's not even a part of it is it's like a limb it's part it is autonomy that that then that must mean that that being pudgy must have left by the events of yeah. Uh, first of the sun. Well, we keep calling Which it first of the sun. The, the story is actually called Six of Dusk. <laughs> Whatever. It's well, it's it's everyone knows what we're on about. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. It's fine. We, they already heard me complain about uh, what uh, about the story itself. Yeah, it's fine. But that does beg the question: If that isn't still there, why is there still a perpendicularity there? Um, but uh, yeah. that that's a very good question. Yes, right? I don't think magic would leave. Oh, ooh, yeah, but then unless it, unless it yeah, died, right? unless it died. I guess can can a, can a avatar 
limb finger of a shark okay, right, right. guy. Got, gotta go back to the original quote. We gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go back to the original one. Well, I would expect that yes. if there was this concentration. Well, wait. So this investiture is still autonomy going there, messing with the autonomy stuff that was there. Yep. That would be in any place, really. Yes. And adapting that and shaping that to an avatar. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. That's what we're getting here. Um, and... Oh, man, no shard is, yeah. was there during the events of the story. So there said was... said that to you yes. very explicitly. Explicit. No shards no sh- yeah. were there during the events of the story, and he's using shards super liberally here. Yeah. Very liberally. He also but is, that's is, probably... It, he's also capitalizing it and not capitalizing it inconsistently. Well, yeah. <laughs> look, 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 look. Yes, but he is taking time out of his he day is. to write this essays on stuff that, honestly, probably shouldn't... He probably shouldn't even <laughs> responded to this original thing in the first place. And, and we just get all the info. Yeah. We're just here. We're, we got all the things. So... Here's the thing. Uh, he's probably using shard, all of these avatars being autonomy, because I would imagine that there's so many avatars of these that yeah. there's not like a central nexus of it left. Yes. Okay. Right. Because and so if you think about it in that context. Yeah. It is a shard, because, like, how would you say that that's any different from any of these other uh, avatars of yeah. autonomy, right? There could still be a nexus. We don't know, and we don't know when that occurred. Mm. Uh, listen to our White Sand Volume 2 podcast where we talk about <laughs> Trell way too much, who's apparently a random freaking craftsman on Taldane. <laughs> it's a random craftsman. Uh, the, our answer, by the way... Uh, no, I, d- I don't want to spoil it. Okay. No, I'm yeah, not yeah, spoiling yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got to listen to that one. So it's not just us complaining about White Sand. So I, I think we I think we basically case closed. We did it. Yeah, The, the perpendicularity is still a little weird. I don't think that Avatar died on First of the Sun. Yeah. Um, I've, I've, I've got one last thing as well before we wrap up. All right. Um, all right. So... The, the the paragraph we generally mean the term invested uh, means to create a base of operations. Yeah, I had always oh, been true. working on the assumption that what autonomy has been doing means she has left Taldane by the point of the the later events after after White Sand at some point after White Sand. But if she hasn't and she is still invested there and that is her base of operations and she is still able to explore the universe the cosmic through the spiritual realm where distances are relevant, then I guess that means tell she doesn't she doesn't have to have left Teldane. And so that's well, she, like she doesn't have to maybe, have left. Or maybe yeah. hold up. What if there is an avatar in the star in First of the Sun? The thing that is investing the sand. Okay. I, I think right? that is I, I don't think that's an avatar. I think that's her base of operations that is where she is invested as brandon has just put it because he's also just put to mean as shard has taken up permanent residence in a location and i don't think anyone any like permanent is a strong word he's put there well that's because well there is evidence to suggest that uh as the more a shard invests in a place, the yeah. harder it is to leave. Yeah. Like ruin basically has to destroy Skadriel to yeah. leave. Yeah. 
Now that is a little different because so they created the planet. They created the planet, so I mean, I would assume that other shards could eventually leave, right? Yeah. So it, we we don't really know the non-Skadrian difficulty level of leaving a planet. Yeah, probably difficult. Uh, but what if? No, see, it's easy, Ben. Okay, okay. Here's what it's you do: easy. your autonomy, Guys, right? Is easy. It's easy. Yeah. It's e- no, uh, no, no, no. The Taldane part, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not the Taldane. The Taldane part. Taldane part. Yeah. Here's what you do: you break apart yourself in whatever you do to make an avatar, right? Yeah. You place that where that star is, right? And what you do is you make it so the connection that the investiture there is is connected with that avatar, but not you. So then you just leave. So you just like adjust the spear webs a little bit and that connection to the avatar. And so you just manipulate that. Then you just leave. Easy. Yeah. Boom. And then you can just do whatever you want. And then you just split yourself off and make more and more of these until you have so many that you don't really have. But then I, I think one of nexus, the points he's right? making is that there is no here for a shard. They are mostly in the spiritual realm. They they can... Oh, right. With the motion yeah, of a shard. Like That's emotion, true. Them leaving is more... Is they don't physically go anywhere. Well, this okay, one's really so, hard. This one is a hard okay, one. I'm okay, going right. to be reading you're, this. You're right. You're right. Shards moving is a gigantic can of worms. Yeah. And we will definitely do a podcast on it. Okay. Yeah. We, we definitely have to. But like, like there is some aspect of location for shards. Yeah. And where their nexus and where their thoughts are are yeah. right yeah and so moving that there is some motion there yeah uh we don't know if it's as easy as just like i am willing myself to this location right mm. uh but like obviously there is some aspect of travel there like odium visited cell yeah right that's that's the language that's used here yeah. right yeah it's visiting cell um so like, oh, this is just this is all just uh, a shard traveling is yeah. really weird. Uh, I imagine it would take a lot of practice to maybe manipulate the spiritual realm in that way. Yeah, because like maybe when you're ascended, you can just like so much of you like your investitures in the spiritual realm. That's, yeah, that's where it is. That's where it is. That's, yeah, that's where it all is. Right. Uh, and moving it to the cognitive is is hard. Right. Uh, you see, we see like. The reflections of that shard, at least Ruin, we saw Ruin in the Skadrian Shadesmar, the Skadrian yeah. Cognitive Realm. Sorry, Ian. <laughs> He's not going to listen to this anyway. He would freak out if I said Skadrian Shadesmar. He <laughs> would hate that. I'm not a Skadrian big fan of that Cognitive either. Realm. Yeah. Well, too bad. Uh, uh, it's it's fine. It's, yeah, it's we, we all know what we're talking about here. Yeah. Um, so, like... How a shard travels, hmm. we do see reflections of it in the cognitive realm. We but do. we didn't see honor and cultivation in the cognitive realm. No. But I imagine we could. Right? Yeah. I mean... Which is, it's so weird to think about Vin and Ruin's nexus. Like, when I, they ascend. I need to reread not that, like in, that climax of Hero well, of Ages here's the now. Thing. It doesn't really, like, feel like the spiritual realm. No. From like what we saw with Odium, right? Yeah. It doesn't feel like that. 
No, Vin is. Uh, it really just feels like they're above the planet. Yeah. And they're like in the sky. That's yeah. what it seems like. Yeah. You know, that's what it feels like. But maybe, but maybe that is so, kind of a spiritual. I was going to say maybe, maybe that they're is. so invested in Scadriel that because they're they're invested so heavily there, they're kind of they're pulled into the physical realm, which is where Scadriel is, which is where they're invested. That would be crazy, yeah. actually. That that would that would be super weird. That would be. And like, which kind of I'm makes- just trying to think about that, but I what it could also be is just a reflection of the spiritual realm, like. Well, I mean, everything's a reflection of yeah, the spiritual yeah. realm. But sorry, let me rephrase. Let's say they are in the spiritual realm, and they're seeing the planet through the spiritual realm. But because they're a shard, they don't notice it. Oh, this is super weird. We're in the spiritual realm. Whereas yeah. if you were a normal mortal mind, you'd like your mind would just break, right? Yeah, it's like um, it's like uh, says um, when he. So he says it when he is. <laughs> you just got sazed. Oh yeah, he just got sazed. And <laughs> when uh. When he first takes up the shard, he might, he's obviously, shards, uh, when he's still chilling out, he'll be like, hey, I'm floating above the sky. This is really cool. I'm like, you know, as as we saw Vin being like, oh, I can see everything from, as if I'm floating in the sky. Yeah. But then all of a sudden he starts like paying attention to these other things. He's starting to notice out the corner of his eyes. He's like, oh, hey, look, time and space is irrelevant oh, in my peripheral dude, vision. Yeah, no, 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 no. So literally all of like shard action. Yeah. Oh, oh, fairy time. Okay. So far over. Whatever. Don't even care. Uh, <laughs> this is really long. This is what Pachi does. Guys. This is what, what Pachi does. They'll out of town. It'll be great. Yeah. Um, say it's difficult. The reason why shardic actions are difficult to like act at a distance is because you're manipulating stuff through the spiritual realm, right? Yeah. And that is inherently difficult to work with. Yeah. Maybe it's difficult to work with because it's all compacted into one. Yeah. Right? So, like, it's like you're trying to force a beam of light through a black hole to do something on the other side of it. That's hard to do. It doesn't make sense, right? I I get you. So, like, expanding your mind to sense these things, harmony can affect, can figure out the name Adenelsium because yeah. he is connected to that and everything yeah. is one in the spiritual realm, right? Yes. And so him learning about Odium, he can also learn that through the spiritual realm, but that's hard to do and takes a lot of practice looking into that to see yeah. how all of those things are connected. I've got a, I've got a really... Now, w- sorry, I'll let you finish. Yeah. No, no, no. Sorry. Go okay. ahead. I've got a really weird image in my head where it's kind of like... Imagine like a, a, some water and you put your face in the water so you can see what's under the water. And that's the physical realm. But your body is in the spiritual realm. And all that taking up a shard <laughs> does is is just give you more arms to flail about with outside of the water. But you've got to, you've, you've still got to be, your face is still under the water. So you can only really see what's under the water. And then you, you can kind of poke things in other parts of the water, but you, you're not really used to it just yet. And, You've got to try and grow some more faces to poke under the water. To this know is what so you're doing. weird to think about yeah. because where a shard's nexus is, is super weird. Yeah, the fact so, they like, need where one sh- apparently. Like, well, yeah, because manifesting, you as a shard manifesting is hard. Yeah. That's always been a thing that's super weird. You're a divine being. Why does that matter? Yeah. It shouldn't matter, really, because they just... I'm going to build myself a body with rocks and I'll just move around. Like, why couldn't you just do that? Right. But it, 
makes sense that it would be more difficult if your power is in the spiritual. Yes. Your mind kind of transcends all three, right? Yeah, it's kind of flowing. Perpendicularities are breaking through all three. Yeah. And so, like, all three of these realms are being one to you. And so it's super weird, like, where your where your mind yeah. when you hold a shard is. Like, is that mind in the spiritual? Is it in the cognitive? Is it in the physical? I guess the answer is all three, and we have no idea. That's uh, the real answer. I'm just right? thinking now, but what if what if can a shard just retreat entirely into the spiritual realm. You know, for say for example, uh, I would say no because yeah. the answer is no. Okay. Because uh no. Okay. <laughs> no, that, no, that, that no. The, I thought no, we were going to say something really interesting there. <laughs> no, I well it's so hard to think about. We're thinking about these things for almost like the first time, really. Yeah. I don't know. Like it, all the anything new we get about shards is like mind blowing. Yeah, guys, this is like four big things. I am terrified rewriting the shard article because it is so out of date. <laughs> but I don't know how to actually yeah, write do it because I'm begin? not Brandon. I don't know how to do that. I wrote the shard article in 2011. I don't know how to rewrite it now because it's. I'm, I'm just getting more confused as yeah. we go along with like where is a shard? I I don't have an answer for you. But um, no, a shard can't retreat into the spiritual. Because the investiture that is Aiden Alcyum permeates through the entire Cosmere. You're right. So you can never uh, go to the spiritual because Aiden Alcyum's investiture is all across the Cosmere. Yeah. So you could you, never do that. You, you, you essentially I would, are. Yeah, you are in the spiritual and the physical you realm. You are and, and in, yeah, You right. just are. Like, you can't. You are. Right. You are. So uh, when you have... Uh, there is this other aspect as if a shard, like if Seiza didn't grab those shards, something bad would have happened without the release valves, right? Eh. And no, there, okay. there's words of Brandon that oh. say that it would be bad. And it was very good that Kelsier was there to hold it because okay. it would have been very bad. Okay, fair So yeah. the, my, the implication there, I'd have to relook at that, yeah. but uh, that it would like kind of break apart if it didn't have like a mind. Yeah. To, be there yeah right now it wouldn't happen like cell because cells investor was specifically forced into the cognitive yeah which if you think about it in this context is like the most freaking insane thing yeah. you're moving like, investiture from the spiritual to the cognitive let's just think about how crazy that is, that is for a second i am just thinking about that now and it's essentially like pulling like essentially a giant corpse from the existence of reality and just it's not it's not it's even just, and just go it it's not even a corpse you're taking two aspects of infinity yeah. these infinite things that are, are permeate through the entire cosmere but those concepts are one in the spiritual yeah and you're whoa he would have put he would have pushed Dude. it out of the spiritual and put it the spiritual stuff in there i, I don't imagine how he pulled. wait what <laughs> what we're just Whatever doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. welcome to Shardcast where we're just when you guys we're talking about shards. Yeah, we yeah. are talking about shards on Shardcast. Woo! You're gonna. That's what we're doing. You guys, uh, listeners at home, you guys celebrate when you see uh, Shardcast named just shards because this is this is gonna be uh, this. 
I feel I don't like know we what should we're going to need this podcast. <laughs> this is... I don't, no, 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 no. I, I want to finish one thought. Then, okay. then we'll stop talking. Okay. Because think about devotion. Okay. That concept. That concept is distributed through the entire Cosmere. Yes. All of Aiden Alcium's investiture has been split into these 16 things, but really like it, it was it was like a soup, right? Yeah. And the soup had these 16 parts. And so that's why Brandon <laughs> We've had soup, about, we've had Lego, we've had <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But uh like Brandon said, Aiden Alcium's shattered meant everything and nothing at the same time, right? Yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing. That devotion uh that part of you, your he said your power is infinite, but accessing that infinity was beyond your reach. That power is connected through the spiritual realm. Right? Yeah. Right? That's that's what it is. Yeah. So your devotion. Think about that power that's devotion. Yeah. All of that power used to reside in the spiritual realm. Yes. But now it doesn't. Yeah. So what does that mean for the parts of devotion that are like in random star that is like first of the sun that has this part of devotion that's still connected to the spiritual realm? Is that connected Shin weaker? Is there still a reflection of that investiture in the spiritual? Oh, I can like, mean. Whoa, is, it, is it like right? kind of a little dull? Is It's not... All other right? investiture is like, it's like fresh matter, energy. It's all like, ah, oh, it's all fresh. Is that your beck and call? It's I can pick up a ball. connected in the spiritual. Throw it. But like, yeah, things that would be associated with dominion and devotion. It's different, Would right? it be it's difficult? Super different. Yeah. Like, for, would it be difficult for someone who can manipulate investiture to manipulate that investiture? Well, it's not on sell. But cells obviously where it is in the cognitive well, realm. Well, it's difficult but, because the location matters, and that's how you key into the door. Yeah. Right? But like, ah, and that's thinking um, about like this is making a lot of sense. If Odium's plan is to become the the only shard, yeah, the only god, right? That's yeah. his plan. Then, uh, what's happening is. What's happening is that, like, these other parts of devotion, like, is, is he just, like, breaking Adenalsium itself by removing that from the spiritual realm? Maybe. I feel like that should matter, though. Yeah. It obviously does. It, it, it's catastrophically don't, bad don't, to oh, sell don't forget in the cognitive. That he only did that on cell because that was his first he kills. Did. And he wasn't. Re- he wasn't. He didn't uh, really know what he was doing. Kill. So I don't think he on purposely did that. And I don't think whatever result we get from what he did on cell is what he's intending. I don't know. Okay. Because he didn't All do right. that with Uladar ambition. Yeah. Well, we we. Well, Uladar. We don't know that. <laughs> we don't whole know that. Thing. We um, we don't know that because Uladar didn't die on Thranity. Yeah. Died somewhere else. Yes. Was wounded on Thranity. Went somewhere else, shardic movement, <laughs> whatever, that, 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 whatever that means, yeah. right? Um, so, how would you accidentally <laughs> move? All right, 
how would you accidentally move this power of creation, okay? Yeah. The power of creation to of the 16 flavors, the 16 ice cream yeah. flavors, add another one, yeah. um, to our Lego blocks. And I like see. stained uh, glass window. That's, that's yeah, our why. stained glass window. Our shards. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, that's why I like it. Branding, oh, the picture on our branding. website is a shard of glass. So how have you never made that's this right. connection that's before? Right. <laughs> no, I know that. I know that. No, obviously. Yeah, but yeah. I, I was, I'm hungry. Okay. I'm Same. hungry. That's, that's the answer. Right? Uh, how would you accidentally remove something from the spiritual realm where all things are one? Well, maybe the that way he just... That sounds like that's hard to do. Well, I'm killing a shard is hard to do and Odim had no idea what he was doing. So I maybe I don't like, know about that. I don't. Did, he had no idea what he was doing. If I, I don't push know someone that. off a balcony and they land in the pool instead of on the concrete, you know, I'm I'm sorry. I watched a TV show the other day when that happened, and I, surprisingly I, violent. This podcast yeah. rated R, and uh, you know, I wouldn't be like someone would be like, "Wow, what did he mean by pushing them into the pool?" I'd just be like, "Well, I didn't really know what I was doing. I just accidentally pushed him into the pool. I just wanted them to hit the ground." All I'm saying <laughs> is, I think the action yeah. of pushing the power out of the spiritual realm into the cognitive is a non-trivial thing i i absolutely it's it's effects is non-trivial but in my opinion it was not his intended effect okay okay well oh well what if it's this okay what if it's this what if the method that he used to kill them on cell was to he was pushing that power out of the spiritual where it would be more easy to attack them in the cognitive and he killed them in the cognitive. That sounds like it would be Boom. really easy to do with every other shard. That's my only issue there. But maybe it was too taxing for him to act. Maybe that was his theory, but maybe like the way he was acting through the spiritual was way too hard and it mm. it really hurt him. And you know the devotion and dominion Whatever being hurt, uh, as for wasn't shardings. expecting yeah. Wasn't expecting that kind of attack through the spiritual. Yeah. Because as we know, those shardic battles happen through all three realms. From yes. From the Threnody thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So maybe that attack mostly occurred in the spiritual, and he's trying to do this pushing to try and shove it th through to the cognitive. And maybe he succeeded. Maybe that action really wounded Devotion and Dominion. They weren't expecting it. He killed them. But then Odium was like, holy crap. Doing that through the spiritual was really difficult. And because other shards are connected through all things, although maybe yes. that was that would be difficult. Maybe that would be more difficult to sense devotion and dominion's death because that power is no longer in the spiritual realm, which is like a crazy thing to think oh, about if they you can think feel about the it. Absence right? of that power. And so oh. maybe they're a bit more oh. unwary about, hey guys, oh. don't get pushed out of the here because and then you're like, oh, yo, I got to like up, I got to figure out like more how to yeah. act through the spiritual, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So you could sense its absence. That's got to be important though, right? It is <sighs> having a part of this power of creation not be in the spiritual anymore. Yes. I doubt it's all of it. It's not all oh, of no, the Oh, no, no, no. He's, he's never implied it's all of what do we, of dominion and devotion. Um, but like maybe it's like a chunk. Yeah. Like your skull. Like a non-significant amount, yeah. So going with your water analogy, yeah. right? I grabbed your skull. This is very violent. Okay? <laughs> I grabbed your skull, ripped your brain out, dumped it in the water. I guess, and hey, it's like, And hey. then I shot the brain. <laughs> then I shot the brain. Hey, hey, you, and then I killed you in the cognitive. Do you remember when Brandon yep. said that the killing of Devotion and Dominion was like a beheading? <laughs> <laughs> 
then I think that is a wonderful time to end this podcast that has gone on way too long. Uh, Welcome to Shardcast. When we talk about shards, (laughs) we will talk about the minutia. Be confused and get into it. This is. I think this is the first time we're like, yeah, we're talking about the shards. Shard time. It's the Shardcast this time, guys. Yeah. Um... But in that case, yep. now for realsies, we will let you go. Uh, do feel free to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, YouTube. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope your mind is blown. Uh, I know many people have commented, I don't know what you're talking about because I'm out of the loop. And now I... I feel like we've kind of gotten a little bit into the spiritual realm somehow, (laughs) right? Yeah. But we will see you all next time where we will actually talk about Emerald City Comic Con, Words of Brandon. Yes. Which I'm just going to put out there, weren't as interesting as Brandon (laughs) talking about this. Just, Just saying. Yeah. Bye. Call. When the rhythm starts to play, hoid me close, Chris me there. <laughs> Done.